from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 1st of June, 2023. Rabbit, rabbit. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Election results are in and the People's Party, or Pepe, mopped the floor on Sunday, the 28th. They mopped the floor with the current governing party, the Spanish Socialist Workers' Party, or PSOE, in the regional and local election. After a busy Sunday of voting, kicking off the week on Monday the 29th, the president of the government, Pedro Sanchez, released an institutional statement announcing that the general elections will take place five months before schedule on the 23rd of July instead of December 2023, perhaps because he hopes a lot of people will be on vacation and only the enthusiastic socialists who got their butts kicked will, uh, will come out to vote. Call will be formalized at the Council of Ministers and released on the official government website. With this call of elections, Sanchez hopes to appeal to left-wing voters, asking whether they want to consolidate the results of the local and regional elections nationally or prevent a sweeping victory for the right at the national level. The 12 regions out of 17 that held elections on Sunday, only three will retain socialist dominance. The right-leaning People's Party will likely govern with the rest. The coalitions and pacts to be discussed with the far right-leaning party Vox for some of these regions. How quickly can an entire Spanish village vote for their local candidates? On Sunday the 28th, seven out of nine registered voters in Villarroya in La Rioja region, formerly PSOE, changed to People's Party, beat their previous record of 32 sections by two seconds. Salvador Pérez, People's Party, one of the oldest mayors in Spain, will remain in position as seven out of the nine people that populate the town rapidly voted for him, becoming the first village in Spain to finish voting, beating a smaller village of three people, Ilan de Vacas, in Castilla-La Mancha, region that remains under PSOE. While voters flocked to the polls, how many regions and local seats did the right-leaning Partido Popular snatch from the left-leaning socialist PSOE? In the capital of the People's Party, was the party with the most votes in all districts, even in places where the left is historically more supported, like Puente de Vallecas, where the People's Party got over 26% of votes compared to left-leaning Mas Madrid with 25%. In the community of Valencia, the People's Party swung just over 35% of votes, crazy for Valencia, while PSOE got 28%. However, the biggest surprise of Sunday's results was Extremadura, previously a socialist stronghold with PSOE and People's Party drawing equally, although support for nationalistic, fascist, curious Vox would place the region towards the right overall. Regardless of what happens next, Sanchez says, the will of the people will prevail as polls and Sunday's results show the Partido Popular has gained popularity. Speaking of the Pepe, is Community of Madrid's president Isabel Diaz Ayuso a loose cannon? Um, or an asset to the right-leaning party. After Sunday's votes, Ayuso will likely remain in charge of the community, but what does that mean for others in her party? As a political spearhead and leader, she has grown in popularity and hatred since 2019. Some love her for defensive values, whatever those are, while others call her a healthcare terrorist over concerns that she cared more about business than hospitals during the pandemic. Since she was elected in 2022, Ayuso has butted heads with nationalist Pepe leader Alberto Núñez Fejoy, most recently over her comments about the Basque Nationalist Party, E.H. Bildu, candidates declaring that the Basque Party should be made illegal, something Núñez Fejoy doesn't endorse. 
Nevertheless, Ayuso is in the media almost every week, and some are concerned about her rhetoric and that it could dampen the voices of the national leader and drag the party into radical territory. But that's not the only thing Ayuso is against. Late last week, just before the election results, Spain's new housing law came into effect and set new limits to renting and evictions. On Friday, the 26th of May, Spain stepped into new ground with its first state housing law in the country's democratic history. The law, law's primary focus is tax regulation for renters and landlords, with new guidelines being drawn out for what can and can't happen on the rental market. Landlords will now be considered to have large amounts of property if they own five properties or more. It used to be 10. Regulation improvement to the IRFP or personal income tax has also been made to determine a more affordable housing prices. On top of that, the new law also increased the land percentage granted to subsidized housing. After last week's racism in football news blew up worldwide over the treatment of Real Madrid's winger Vinicius Jr. in the national championship game, a Brazilian organization is looking to sue. Educafro, an NGO that fights for the rights of black people led by Franciscan father David Santos in Sao Paulo, Brazil, is preparing to file a lawsuit against Spanish football at the EU Court of Human Rights after several serious racial attacks came to light. Since 2021, Vinicius Jr. has been racially abused by fans on several occasions, incidents repeatedly brushed off by bosses of La Liga and the Royal Spanish Football Federation, or Real Federación Español de Fútbol. Since the game on Sunday the 21st, anti-racist protests and black rights movements have marched through Rio de Janeiro and Brasilia. Want to find out more about the story? Link in the show notes. In other news, millions of Spanish speakers move to the Iberian Peninsula every year and vice versa. However, shared lingo isn't always on the same page. Hence the rise of viral social media videos where people talk about what they wish they had known before living in another country, particularly those who share a language. Bea Adams, a Venezuelan living in Barcelona, is one of those content creators. Their tips and advice for fellow compatriots to successfully integrate into Spain is given them over a thousand followers. The main tips include avoiding talking about football or politics, as it's a, those are delicate subjects. Avoid using the colloquial word ahorita, as Castilian Spanish is much more literal, and forget thinking that Spain is all about paella, bullfighting, and flamenco. But hey, you, listening to this, you, anything you wish you'd known more about when you moved to Spain or that you think people should know because you're from Spain or just anybody who knows anything or cares about Spain that you think is sort of missing from the general discussion, please let us know. Next up, torrential rain has been affecting much of Europe throughout May, but it looks like it'll continue a little while longer in Spain. The State Meteorological Agency has warned that heavy rain, electrical storms, and hail will affect most of mainland Spain in the next few weeks, as well as the Balearic Islands. The agency reports that the heaviest and hardest hit areas will most likely be in the northwest and northeast of the country. While the storms aren't said to be as extreme as what occurred in other parts of Europe, such as Italy, travel warnings have been given. While regions of Spain are on the yellow alert for storms and rains, the wind also has a say this week as it prevents the launch of Spain's first reusable space rocket. Early on Wednesday the 31st, Miura 1, a rocket developed by Payload Aerospace, or PLD, got the green light to launch. However, unfavorable weather forecasts put the plans on hold. Miura 1, named after the infamous Spanish breed of bullfighting bulls, was developed by Elche-based company PLD Space. It's one of the few reusable rockets worldwide, the first of its kind in Europe, 
least 60% of its components will be recovered after each mission. Once it does take flight, it will send small satellites into space for monitoring. Speaking of monitoring, groups of killer whales or orcas have been spotted off the coast of southern Spain and Portugal, and coast authorities are on standby. Over the last year, dozens of bizarre orca attacks have been recorded on the Iberian Peninsula, particularly in southern Spain. On Wednesday, the 24th of May, a British sailor recorded a very similar incident where orcas broke the rudder and pierced the boat's hull after ramming into the boat while on its way to Gibraltar. Their behavior is puzzling experts. A group of whales saying that it's likely playing around as orcas are highly playful marine animals, showcased by the fact that once the boats were immobilized, the, the attacks stopped. Last but not least, here's one for external validation so that you know that with Rorschach updates, you are always ahead of the curve. The Guardian had an article on K-pop tourism in Tosa de Mar that we discussed three weeks ago. Want to read it? Link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. You may not know it, but we do updates for a bunch of other countries as well. If you know anybody who might be interested, here's the list. Ready? West to East. Argentina, Venezuela, Nigeria, Poland, Serbia, Turkey, Malawi, Ethiopia, Georgia, Japan. Can you think of anybody? Let them know. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.